0: Are you looking for a podcast that's just a little Babadookish? Well, then you must be thinking of another podcast.
1: Oh! Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. How are you? I have a story for you. Oh, oh shit! Let's go. Okay, so do you remember I was going to a wedding last weekend? Yes, I do. Okay, so I went on to this a wedding on a day of days. Well, that's a whole other story. <laughs> yeah, but... so we go to this wedding, and it's a wedding where, like, I know the groom pretty well, but I don't know any of the groom's friends, and I don't okay. know any of the bride's family or friends, or even the bride really. So I was like, okay, I felt kind of on the outs, which you know. It's whatever, but so so we go to this wedding and it's an outdoor wedding in September, which is always a gamble in Texas. You know, it's either going to be yeah. like a hundred degrees or it's going to be like fifty, and it was it was like ninety five. So yeah, um, so not warm, great. not great, but um, so. We go, and we're, like, walking up to the pews, and we're looking for just anybody who looks familiar to sit next to, or anybody who looks like they also don't belong, so that we can kind of not belong together. Okay. (laughs) And so Richard sees this guy that he kind of remembers from high school, and we're like, okay, let's just go, like, wander over there. And we sit down at the very, very back, so we're, like, at the... Yes, always the back. Always the back. It's a really, really small venue, because it was a pretty small wedding anyway, so, uh, I mean, it was, like, maybe... 50 people there and uh so yeah we're just sitting at the back which is like six or seven pews back and um the aisle is extremely long so it's not even an aisle technically i guess it's more of a sidewalk situation but like it comes over this little bridge and kind of meanders up and goes all the way up to a little pavilion where they were going to have the ceremony at the altar so anyway we're sitting there just kind of staring around waiting and then the music starts and the procession starts to come, you know, up the up the so-called aisle. And okay. as this is happening, it's a pretty long fucking aisle, so like we're we're just kind of waiting for the people to get there. And the first thing to come down the aisle <laughs> was this like horrifying like the size of my hand, like not even, I'm not exaggerating. I am not exaggerating. Okay. A a spider a tarantula what? the si- the size of my hand.
0: Was this, this is an- the flower girl?
1: <laughs> so it's an outdoor wedding. It, it 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 takes place like on a like a farm. It's a ranch. It's I think it's a ranch.
0: It's just like it takes place. It sounds so <laughs> cinematic this way. Scene opens farm. Longhorns. Curtains.
1: Poop. Open. Yeah. Okay. Uh this spider is fucking uh, Booking it up the Ooh, aisle, just like cool. fucking sprinting, like legs, a all in the air. Like you ever seen a spider run? Like yeah, really dude. run? Yeah, it's 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 awful. I wouldn't recommend it. But anyway, <laughs> the spider, it's just hauling ass up the aisle, and I'm like, this guy's fucking running for something. And I thought like it was gonna go like grab a bug running to eat or something, or from. It was running from. <laughs> So okay. The spider, as it's like galloping away, it's it's getting Ew, so don't, close. Don't use that. <laughs> it's, like that sounds concept. horrible. Well, because <laughs> torrentials
0: are huge too. It, so it was
1: so big. I like my skin is crawling just just talking about this. <laughs> I'm itchy. So ugh, okay, so this thing, you know, is going. Okay, it's going and it's running up the aisle and. Just like kind of out of nowhere, from behind it, like over the horizon, looms this big fat wasp, and I was like, "Okay, what what is happening?" And at this point, like I'm clutching Richard. I'm like, "Are you seeing this? Do you see what's happening right now, right next to us?" Because we're we're on the aisle. We're like right next to where this is occurring. Yeah. And so the spiders fucking run in. This wasp just comes in like like a like a helicopter over this thing, just like like. Circling over the wasp and, or Circling over the spider okay. And it, it's the most Like gripping thing I've ever seen in my life And then the spider I'm like Is the spider Running from the wasp or Are they running Towards something together And so the spider Like It spins around It does a 180 And it, and it does the whole Like animal crossing Like full yep. Rear up Like the, <sighs> Like it's about to Like it's about to strike And the wasp Is just like hovering there And they stare at each other For a minute and they just like, you could see them lock eyes, and you could see like this is a fight to the death. And yeah. I'm like, who's gonna fucking win? <laughs> huh. So, the it, this this maybe happened in like the course of ten seconds or so, okay. but like to to me, it felt like a whole lifetime. It felt like I was watching a ninety minute action thriller oh my movie. God, this fucking wasp. As the spider rears up, the wasp takes the opportunity to just like sting the, the thing, like right under the belly of the beast, just gets it right yeah. in the abdomen. Spider instantly like falls over on its back, fucking keels over, legs curled up, looking like a Tim Burton crumpled sheet of notepaper or whatever. Uh huh. And like the wasp
0: is not done with the spider, <laughs> it's
1: not so, done with it.
0: Uh, so, so hang on. Are you about to go wild, wild west with this thing? I don't even know what that means. Tell me the rest of the story and we'll see if what I remember from that movie is about to happen. The wasp just fully started eating the spider.
1: Just Mm -hmm. completely, like, head first in there. Just like, Mm -hmm. just all up on that spider. Just, like, grabbing fistfuls of meat from this tarantula belly.
0: In case you didn't know, welcome to Yimtope, everybody. Welcome to (laughs) Yimtope! God
1: so I just yeah. at this point I'm like fucking bewildered and everybody else at this at this fucking wedding is like of course watching the procession of people coming up the aisle like oh look at these people aren't they so fucking pretty and nobody just, else has noticed this I just think they're Richard like like we just experienced the most horrific thing we've ever seen in our lives and the guy the other awkward dude that we sat down behind he turns around he's like is that a good sign <laughs> it was it was it's all I can remember from the wedding like it's it's the only thing that I retained I mean cute small ceremony it was wonderful it was lovely but like that spider
0: that was that was my my whole week right there well so now I'm picturing you know because it sounds like this happened in the aisle so I'm picturing the like processions coming down and like the first person just sees it and like oh gross and just like kicks it out of the way
1: They didn't even look at it. They just walked over this corpse like nothing happened. And I'm sitting there traumatized. Like, I just watched this thing fight for its life and lose. And you're just walking over him. Okay. So maybe,
0: maybe what I'm thinking. You remember the movie Wild Wild West with Will Smith, right?
1: So vaguely. Like, I know of it, but I don't remember anything from the plot.
0: Okay. Towards the end of the movie... They're wearing the collars where, where like, they're magnetized and the saw blades keep trying to cut off their heads and stuff. Okay. Do you remember that? No. <laughs> no, you gotta watch that movie. That movie's bomb. <laughs> uh, everyone hates it, but I adore it, right? Okay. Well, they get lost in the desert at one point and there's a tarantula and this wasp stings it and kills it. Ugh. And the guy's like... Yeah, they do that so that they can implant their young in there. Oh my god! And then when they all hatch, they have something to eat when they are born. Fucking gross. I wonder if that's what it was doing. Like I didn't have. That's as... what I think is happening. Ugh. In your scene, gross. <laughs> like you just saw Wild Wild West happen for real. It was. It felt like the Wild Wild
1: West. <laughs> like I am. I am a changed woman. I have seen things.
0: The fog of war has crept into my mind. You have seen life and like, death, true life. Um, I'm gonna send you that scene from Wild Wild West later, and you will be like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, that's what happened." <laughs> okay. I don't know what to say to that. Maybe that's just.
1: <laughs> um... <laughs> Maybe we should just move into uh, our, our next segment. That's a pretty fucking wild thing, man yeah it was awful
0: oh and yeah it says wild wild west wasp scene so i think i think that's what just happened i think so okay enjoy this on your own time later please okay okay uh can i think i have to crack this double now okay can i can i crack this real quick yeah let's crack okay jesus fucking christ I need this now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, do you want to dedicate this beverage to anybody in particular? <clears throat> yes, I would. Because you texted me today. I will have you know, you literally took my breath away today. I'm so sorry. Um. So you texted me like, hey, did you see that Norm MacDonald died? Uh, I will be fair. Most of you will probably not know who that is from the name. Nobody really knows his name yeah but people know the guy uh put up a picture of him you guys can look at him um he was a big saturday night live person he was a big adam sandler like time frame guy too okay he did stuff with adam sandler all the time yeah uh so that's why i know who he is mostly you know
1: you know i actually so when i when i read the headline i was like oh fuck because i in my brain i assigned the name norm mcdonald to patrick warburton for whatever reason Okay. And so I thought Patrick Warburton had died. And I was like, oh, fuck.
0: Oh, dude, I would have died.
1: Yeah, I would have been real sad. But I mean, I mean, it's still sad that Norm MacDonald died. No, <laughs> oh, 100%. Um, uh, yeah, apparently he had like a very private battle with cancer,
0: which you know, fucking sucks. I don't know the right word for that. But like, you know, I don't think it is our business just because you're a celebrity yeah. to have to have to, to, to tell us everything. He has been battling cancer for 10 years, a full decade. And Holy shit. I did not even realize... Yeah, and I mean, why, why, why should we know and then prod and poke him about it all the time? You yeah, know? because exactly. you know that that's what we would do. Well, how is it? How you doing? And we'd bother him all the time. He doesn't need that shit, right? Yeah, like with Alex
1: Trebek at the at the end there. You know, like yes. he kept his cancer very secret up until yes. the very end, and then he was like public with it because he had to miss some filming days. So
0: yeah, so Norm Macdonald, if you just go watch him on YouTube, the that voice, like Yes. <laughs> the voice is the thing that I take away from him. He had such a unique and awesome voice. I love how he sounds.
1: Yeah. I think that's why I have him tied to Patrick Warburton in my head, because they both have like that voice. Yeah.
0: Um, I didn't know that Conan O'Brien and Norm MacDonald were really, really close. Yeah. Uh, so Conan O'Brien today said that he was completely devastated. Norm had the most unique comedic voice I'd ever encountered. I will never laugh that hard again. Oh, I was like, damn, like that's intense. Yeah. And uh, Ismail, one of our patrons in the Discord, had, well, actually, he did this on Twitter, but he had liked a video of this uh, <laughs> of this interview that Norm was a part of on Conan's show. Okay, and he is stepping all over the guest that uh, Conan is actually interviewing at the time, <laughs> cracking these jokes, and I, I like laughed out loud so hard at the end. He nailed this one joke out of the park. It was so funny. So I was trying to show it to Taylor because I saw it on Twitter today. Conan O'Brien actually pulled out, like, an HD copy from his archives and posted it on his YouTube account today.
1: Oh, nice.
0: So I got to watch it in better quality, which I thought was good. Good. Um, and then Adam Sandler also tweeted today, Every one of us loved Norm. Some of the hardest laughs of my life were with this man. The most fearless, funny, original guy we knew. An incredible dad, a great friend, a legend. Love you, pal. Sad. I've always toted that I love this guy and most people have never heard of him or at least yeah. just known like one thing that he was from. But to me, and it's funny because Adam posted a picture from Billy Madison and that's what I remember him from the most. He he has the stupidest line ever and it's like my favorite line from that movie. Adam asks him what day it is. He's like, there's something important I was supposed to do today. And he's like, what's today? And Norm goes, October? Because they're all like stoner <laughs> buddies and stuff. Okay. And that shit, it makes me laugh so hard every time. I think it's so funny. Um, so this one's to Norm. Truly awesome dude. Awesome comedian. It's very sad that, uh, we're gonna start seeing this more. Cause now we're aging. Uh, I hate that. You know, like, we're gonna see a lot of people that we thought were super awesome and cool be disappearing at some point. So, um... This one's to Norm. You are truly a comedic legend.
1: Well, what else you got uh, going on in your life right now?
0: I wanted to tell you a story, but it has grown exponentially in that time. Okay. (laughs) Since I originally brought it up. What happened? So, last Friday, so let's see, that would be be the 10th, before the demise of your beloved tarantula. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Uh, so, I don't know. I was sitting here doing work. Um, I try to keep the AC, like, just out of the range of the 20 degree rule and stuff, you know? Yeah. And I, like, cranked it up to, like, 76, because it was going to be, like, 90 something. And I was like, it's fine. End of the day is coming up. I was like, all right, let's start cooling it down. So I turn it on, and temperature goes the wrong way. Uh- I was like, um, I went up, I should be going down. So, I go look at it, and, like, the whole little, like, fan inside the AC is just seized up. It's not doing nothing. God. Now, I wrote to them beforehand and said, hey, the fan motor's probably gonna go out because this thing sounds like shit. Yeah. It sounds like, picture every movie you've ever seen where they have to stop a train, and the sparks are flying, and they seize <laughs> up those wheels. Oh, God, I know exactly what sound you're talking about. That's what my AC sounded like. Fuck. All the time. Okay? And it's right outside my window. Yeah, that sucks. That's that's bad. Yeah, it's bad. So I told him that it was fucked up. And I got back a service request that said, uh, Freon levels are good. Uh, can't do anything about the noise. It's just loud. Okay. <laughs> And now here we are, like, a week or two later, which is September 10th, on that Friday, and it has now kaput, and it's done, right? All right. I found this out when I got off work. It's Friday, and I was like, well, so I put in a maintenance request, and I was hoping to hear something.
1: Yeah, like, usually in Texas, when the AC goes out in September, they're pretty quick about it, because it's so well, fucking
0: hot. Actually, it is, like, a legal matter. Yes. That it is an an emergency situation if your ac is out and it is over 86 degrees yeah outside right that is like grounds for emergency i did not hear from them until monday i would have lit them on fire so we went the entire weekend the 11th and the 12th with it being 95 outside roughly so it was 80 in this apartment the whole weekend Dear God, and you have like little baby kittens in your house. Little baby kittens, Jinx and Bulbasaur, and Bulbasaur being a little scrunch being a face. Flat face man, yeah. It's harder on them as well. So, anyway, it sucked here. I'm right? sorry. It has sucked. So, I call Monday. And this is when I told you, because I just was going to tell you it's out, it's hot. I put that in our topic suggestions before this started. Yeah. They came out. At around 11, you could see that they turned it on, turned it off. So now that they did the smart stuff in the apartment, you can see when, like, anything happens here. So it says, like, this apartment management person turned on the AC unit. Oh, okay. That that person turned it off. You know, uh, the front door opened. Front door got locked. Like, you can see everything that happens in the house that's tied to these systems, right? That's nice. Well, so I knew they were working on it. And I had kind of formed a habit of going to my bedroom window and turning on the AC and watching the fan spin and then (laughs) watching it go... And then, like, crap out and die. Yeah. It would usually last about two minutes before it would stop. Uh, I go to the window, because I was just going to go check on stuff, and I saw that they were out there working on it. And I won't lie. I went, like, full-blown, like peeping tom neighbor and i like was at my window <laughs> looking through the blinds through the tiniest crack watching what they were doing to fix it right oh my god well i didn't want to just open it and be like what are you doing you know what are you guys doing you want help yeah i didn't want to do that so i just like peeked at them instead right <laughs> <laughs> i i felt so weird but i just had you to watch what weird. They were doing. <laughs> so i'm watching them do the stuff they took the top off and just flipped it over so that the fan was sitting there okay and they just doused it in wd-40 nice and then they spun it doused it with wd-40 spun it doused it spun it flipped it back on turned it on it didn't quite sound like train squealing brakes it sounded like a dryer full of rocks oh god but hey whatever right that's a little better uh so it spun and they left like, I saw the guy do a thumbs up, <clears throat> good soup, right? <laughs> okay. And then he left. And about ten minutes later, the fan stopped again. Uh, well, first of all, I would like to ask you, what does WD-40 do? Because I feel like I need to tell the people. I mean, it's like a anti-squeaker. But is it a lubricant? I think so. No, it is not. No? Do you know what WD-40 stands for?
1: What did <laughs> 40 do?
0: It stands for Water Displacement Formula Number 40. Okay. This guy was coming up with, uh, like, solvents to, like, disperse water, right? And this was the 40th try that he made that worked.
1: All right. So it's made to, like, get water out of something?
0: Yeah. It displaces things. So by spraying that on there, any lubricant that was in that fan, he just got rid of. Oh, my God. Like he ruined it by doing fuck. that. Like, that's not. He, he that's fucked not it good. up. You're actually not even supposed to spray it on door hinges and stuff because. What's it for? WD forty actually attracts dirt and then would cause it to what? fuck up faster.
1: I thought WD forty was like the wet stuff.
0: Did you like put this on to make things wet and slippery? No, not at all. Because it uh, it it dries fast. I feel like I've been lied to my whole life. You have been, because I actually looked up an article with Taylor today, and everything that you think it's used for is not what it's used for.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Uh, Oh, yeah. So here's the thing that I found from earlier. You would like this if you were more into gardening. So you said, what is it used for, right? Yeah. So actually, one of its big uses is to... I, I said it wasn't a lubricant, but this does say to lube a shovel. If you, what you, what? if you if you spray it on a shovel or a or a spade fork, hoe or a garden trowel, the soil will not build up on it. It just slides right off. Okay. We think of that shit.
1: I think that's weird. Could you know how I many mean, times
0: I've been using a shovel and you, you know, you get the little clump of dirt at the end like the yeah, tip I of to, like, it, Kick and it, it off with your socks? Boot, yeah. I could use WD-40 on that shit.
1: I had I I'm my mind right now. <laughs> like I consider myself a pretty handy person, but how often do you
0: use WD-40?
1: I'm using it for all the shit. You're not supposed to use it for. Apparently like <laughs> I put it on door hinges and stuff.
0: I don't do that. <sighs> um, It's uh good for cleaning tile. Okay. It's actually really good for getting rid of like spilled mascara, nail polish, paint, scuff marks, <sniffs> like gets rid of all that stuff. And it's really good to clean out your grout lines and stuff.
1: Oh my God.
0: Uh, it helps get rid of stains from stainless steel sinks. Uh, actually, so quick question: You know how when gum gets in your hair, and people like put peanut butter on it? Yes. No, that's, that's WD forty. Okay. <laughs> Slides right out of your hair.
1: Oh my god.
0: Like WD forty gets gum out of hair easily. I'm, I'm aghast. Uh, softens leather.
1: Softens leather.
0: Yeah, so I guess, like, if you have a belt and it's, like, too stiff and you want to loosen it up, you can just spray it down and crack it. Get it supple. Break it in good. good. Uh, this one's kind of funny. Free stuck Legos. Uh, there's a tool oh, that comes man. in all the kits now for that, so you don't need that <laughs> anymore. <laughs> I feel like that would just slip up the Lego. Uh, your kid draws with crayons up on the walls and stuff, wipes right off with WD-40. Spray him with WD-40 tell him never to do it again. Yep. Don't do that! <laughs> Uh, it prevents flower pots from sticking together when they're stacked up together. Okay. It gets rid of rust and it removes goo. So actually, I've been needing some Goobie Gone for a steel book that I got because there was a sticker they put on it that left a whole bunch of sticky crap on it. Just
1: get a little WD-40 up on that
0: thing. And I have WD-40, so actually, I'm, I'm going to go get it and try that out later. Okay. But then it says things that you should not spray it on. You ready? Okay. Door hinges. Yeah. That's says, like... sure, it will stop the squeaking, but it also attracts dust and dirt, and over time, you end up with ugly black streaks on your hinges. Okay. Bike chains. WD-40 can cause dirt and dust to stick to the chain, so use bike-specific lubricants. It says you shouldn't use it in paintball guns because it can melt some of the seals in it.
1: Imagine. Well, I'm, I'm imagining, like, <laughs> shooting balls of WD-40 out of a
0: paintball <laughs> gun. <laughs> You're not squeaky. You're not squeaky. <laughs> Apparently, you know what? I think I have heard of people doing this, but uh, spring it into locks. It says, and don't do that. Why would you do that? I don't know. I guess know. if your
1: lock is stuck or rusty or something.
0: Yeah. Uh, it says that it can prematurely wear down the internal mechanisms, especially in pin tumbler locks. So you can okay. fuck up your lock. Shit. And then this one bothered me like this pissed me off ready <laughs> okay iPods and iPads what are you wd 40 your iPad for it says people WD-40 won't won't fix your sticky home button situation oh my god <laughs> so people are fucking spraying WD-40 on that sticky home button oh yeah it's like uh it causes the plastic to break down yeah and if it gets inside it fucks up all the electronics
1: oh my god so, Oh my god. That that, that makes me angry.
0: <laughs> yeah, that one really fucked me up. So anyway, don't do it on your door hinges no more, people. Find something else. Like, right. there's there's better ways. But anyway, he displaced whatever l- lubricant was making the fan spin well in the first place. <gasps> so that was god. super fucked up, right? Okay. <laughs> I was like, hey, it still doesn't work. Called the office and it doesn't work. You know, they came out, but they... Didn't make it better. So they were like, oh, well, we'll send them back out there. So I turned, I was like, all right, I'm going to turn it back on because they clearly saw the fan spin and went, oh, well, the fan's good. So they left. Yeah. I'm going to turn it on now so that it'll freeze and then they'll come and go, oh, yeah, it's on and not spinning. Huh? it's really broken, right? Okay. They didn't show up for four more hours. Oh, my God. So I left it on and. What happens when you leave an AC unit on with no fan going is it starts to cook itself. Jesus. And the heat spills into your home. No. So I'm raising the temperature in here and my electricity bill because it's still running. Fuck. Right? And I'm like, they're not here. And it's hot now. It's hotter than it was. Jesus. I don't know what to do with you. So I called them like every 30 minutes from like three o'clock until the end of the day. My God, And they never came back out again. Never? No. Until like 8 o'clock that night. Fuck. 8 o'clock last night. And you know what they did? Jack shit? They sent us an email. You know what the email said? We ran out of WD-40? Your AC unit is broken. We've ordered a new one. Oh my god. And don't ask what else it said. Because that's literally what it said. Those were the that's like the quotation. It said, hello, your AC unit is broken. A new one has been ordered. Thanks, management. Wow. No, like, expected no in time this time table. Frame. Nothing. It's broken. We're getting a new one. Did and you email
1: them back? Like, I have a lot of animals in here that are getting hot. No,
0: they don't care. Oh, well, they stopped taking my calls towards the end of the day. Fuckers. And kept, like, sending me places, so. I, I
1: hate apartment living so much. I remember it with yeah, it's a fervor. Yeah, it's good. And
0: here's the thing, though, this place was great a long time ago. Yeah, like it was really nice. Things were amazing, but we've gotten like six, six new managed management companies in that time. But God, and usually, a management company will sell it when they know they can't make more money from it. Yeah. So that means people are like, "Oh fuck, this place is ruined," and then you they just like drop it. this place for like eight it. years, right? Uh, this is our. The, this is the fifth year okay so yeah but not after this one it's not happening okay
1: yeah move somewhere better Mm. fuck yeah
0: so that's all i get so you know what that means clearly that says to me uh maybe get you an ac next week because you know we got to order one you know yeah you know it's gonna be a week probably right fuck it's like 70 degrees in here right now good what happened they came out with one today today okay thank god I came out at, like, 2 o'clock, and it was finally done at, like, 7. Jesus. But they left for, like, an hour or two there. Like, they just, like, brought it, they set it down, and then they left for, like, two <laughs> hours, and then they came back and finished it. Like, I didn't know what they were doing, because they've never told me. They haven't contacted us at all. They just, like, put it down. They were like, install it yourself. Yeah, they they just have been doing stuff without telling us. God. It is an AC that I think is the proper size for an apartment. This size. Okay. Good. Because all the ones at this complex are really small. And this one seems to be about the right size. Good. So I cooled the place down before we even started recording from 81, because it was 81 at the time. Jesus. And got it down to 70 in an hour? Why are we both just having
1: terrible AC issues? Why is this happening to us? I don't know.
0: I'm glad that they got it fixed and that you're nice and cool again. I'm glad too. But before I conclude this... I'd like to tell you about a review that I read on this place. Okay. Somebody said they have been without AC since the last summer. What? They said they keep calling and try and like try to get stuff done. Well, so it, it was this review that said my son lives at these apartments. So she's writing the review, I guess, on his behalf or something. Okay. Just a piss mom. Yeah. And she's like, he hasn't had it since the last summer. So it was fine all How? winter because that's good. You're like like, that's fine. You don't need it. But she's like, and the summer months are coming and they still haven't done anything. And we call them every day. They never pick up. What the blah, fuck? Blah, blah, blah. And then she goes, and I'm pretty worried because he has a 15 year old senior dog that lives with him. Oh so. no.
1: You can't have an old dog in the heat like that. That's not good.
0: I'd like to believe there's no way that there can be an apartment with no AC for a full year oh that's that's illegal but i i don't know if i can put it past it now you know yeah so i don't know but yeah so anyway i have ac i didn't expect to at this <laughs> point in time i really thought it was gonna be next week oh, so God. i'm pleasantly surprised but now i'm offended for this person that might not have ac still that may be here from last year yeah, for real. I wish we had an apartment number so we could call on their behalf. Well, they did say they lived in apartment f- or building 14, so maybe I'll just go knock on all the apartments and be like, do you have AC? Do you have AC? Until well, I find the person, I'll be like, alright, let's get you some and I'll just come dump like a whole him. thing of WD-40 down his AC and be like, okay, now they have to fix it. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking busted now. Uh, you had some AC stuff, then I had AC stuff. So, I don't know what's wrong with ACs right now.
1: Well, fuck all that.
0: At least it's done. Yeah, a uh, good appliance thing I'll tell you about real quick. Okay. Um, some people came to my parents' house today right before we started recording and okay. I guess there's a government initiative right now to get um, solar panels on people's homes. Hell yeah, there is. And so they came to their house and said if you meet these requirements you get it all for free. It's installed for free. You, have, you just have to like pay for the solar panels. Well, yeah, but like they're going to maybe get solar panels now and I was like, "Good." Yeah, yeah. This is great. I know people with those. Yes, solar panels are the way. Yeah. So, uh maybe I can report on that one day. Cuz good for them. Good for them. But what's good for you? Um I've been
1: watching Marcora. Okay. So, I'm pretty deep into season 2. I think I'm at the end of season 2 now, and I I think Man, it's a big it's a big statement to say, but I like Korra better than better than Avatar.
0: <laughs> I mean, I I kind of told you. It's so good. Like, I kind of told you.
1: There's so many good themes. Like I I almost want to do a zeitgeist review on this, but I just I have to talk about it because it's so it's occupying like real estate in my brain that's very important, and I need to just like get it out.
0: I was watching it week by week when it initially aired. Right. Yeah. Uh, season two the part that we stopped at and I think you'll know where it is we stopped the last episode we saw at the time and I just remember this was the last thing we saw there was that water tribe girl that was all over Bolin Uh uh-huh and he left on that boat and she came like storming down (laughs) the ocean and she was all like I'm coming to get you or whatever right yeah and we went damn this show is boring (laughs) <laughs> and we like stopped watching it. Oh my god. But it was like a week by week thing. And yeah, I don't know, like the beginning of season 2 cuz I think that might be like the third episode of that season. The beginning of season 2 was pretty slow. Yeah, like those first 3, we were like this is not good like the Amon stuff. Yeah,
1: like the first season of Avatar, they really set up that whole like this is the big bad and it's a yeah. great arc. And then season 2 starts and it's like everybody's normal and we're living a happy life and it's just like we go about our daily business and and it was boring. was a cop and Bolin is like a movie star or whatever. And yeah. but yeah, it gets Have you watched
0: the rest of season 2? Yeah, we've watched through season 3. Okay. Season um, 2 So yeah, I is, I know it got way better.
1: <laughs> yeah, it got amazing. I the whole concept of like so they have um Rava and Vatu, the two
0: Like dark and light spirits. Dude, I think about that shit a lot still.
1: It's... Incredible. Isn't I it? love the concept yes. of like the battle of good and evil that takes place every ten thousand years. Yes. And the whole thing with the dude unalak becoming the Dark Avatar. I was like, Are you kidding? <laughs> this is amazing. Okay. And I wanted I wanted him so badly to be the Dark Avatar. And then they would have this big arc where like the Avatar and the Dark Avatar have to keep fighting each other over and over, lifetime after lifetime. But like that didn't happen. So yeah. obviously, Cora spoilers here. But um, man, yeah, the whole the whole arc with like the original Avatar going way back into Wan's age and seeing how the spirit world used to be a part of the regular world and the Avatar is the bridge between the two. What'd and you think whole... of that shit?
0: Oh my god! Like it gave the me whole tingles. first Avatar thing. Yes, pretty I love great, it. Right? It's so
1: good. I would watch a okay. whole season of Wan. Like it's no shit. It's it was so amazing. Good. <sighs> and. He was a smart
0: dude stealing all these powers
1: from these turtles, man. I loved it. And the whole thing with Jinora and how she has those like imaginary friends, but they're like actually spirits and only she can see them because she has a connection to the spirit world. Yeah, man. There are some themes in these, uh, in, in this, in this series that like, Oh, you get to see Ang's kids grow up and they're, they're like full-grown adults, like forties and fifties, like adult-ass yeah. adults, and they're just <laughs> dealing with their own internal struggles of, like, you know, uh, what's his face, uh, J.K. Simmons, whose name yeah. continues to escape me because it's That's all like in uh, picture. Tenzin. Tenzin. Yes. Yeah. Um, Tenzin's dealing with the fact that, like, he is the. The Airbender that has to carry on the whole tradition of airbending, so he has these children and they're Airbenders too, and he has to, he has to be like the pillar for Airbenders. And then you have you know the Waterbender who didn't find her place in the world; she was like going off and doing other things and being like not part of the family and didn't want to be tied down. And then you have Boomy who can't bend at all, and yeah. each of them are going through their own separate. Thing and then when they when they lose Jinora into the spirit realm when she like goes in and guides the avatar to the spirit realm yeah. and she just disappears and like goes off and Tenzin is stuck like not knowing where his daughter is so they fucking go in and they go into like the fog of lost souls which was the most metal shit I've ever seen <laughs> in my life it's like fog that makes that like undoes therapy (laughs) it it gets in your brain and just like needles at the bad parts of you and makes all the all your fears and anxieties just come out and watching each of them kind of go through that and literally lose themselves in the fog like they all got separated and lost again and Tenzin's stuck in there he's lost his daughter he's lost his sister he's lost his brother he's lost himself almost and then he has this moment where he's like able to find clarity and he's like actually I am not my father and I don't have to carry on this tradition of airbending it's not solely on my shoulders and he has this moment where he can like blow with all the fog and you see just like a sea of people that are just stuck out in the fog and he's able to go and walk and find his little baby girl and pick her up and hold her and then he grabs his siblings and they fucking book it out of there and just it was making sure so you not about to cry Ugh. it's good <laughs> I- right I was literally crying in this episode. I was like, he's he's finding himself and he's finding his family, but like, oh! And then when they get Jinora out of the spirit realm, she's like, wait, my my job's not done yet, and she fucking goes back. I was like, oh my god! And then they have the whole like Mecca fight where where what's his face? Uh, Unalak grows to be like the dark avatar and he inhales the dark spirit and then yeah. he also breaks rava which was heartbreaking i i have been on an emotional roller coaster this season <laughs> <laughs> and like you you also see iroh in the spirit realm and it's just like why is he here it's just to make me cry <laughs> <sighs> and then okay so the the giant fight between the two avatars when like when Korra gets, you know, severed from her past lives and everything is kind of gone to shit, and there's a scene where the Dark Avatar like opens this crevice in the ice, and she falls down in it, and he's using his bending powers to like bend the ice crevice back together with her inside of it, yeah. and it's crushing her, and it was the most visceral thing. Like the animators don't hold back on this and the storyboarders they're just like how what are the most fucked up ways we can bend somebody to death basically <laughs>
0: Dude, and A- avatar that's one of the things I've, I've loved about the original show and this show like they do not hold back on good animation
1: right like this whole show especially the arc with Wan, how they animated like oh. everything was really old school like Japanese water kind of and shit. yeah so cool. oh mm. it like touched my heartstrings I just I love Especially everything about for you, the show.
0: You're so artsy. Like <laughs> I feel like yeah, that that whole era would have given you good vibes.
1: Yeah, I like every everything about the show. It just continues to surprise me. It is more and more amazing. I was resistant to watch it in the first place because I was like Avatar was so good, and I don't want to be disappointed by a, a sequel that doesn't live up to the hype. You know? Oh man, Korra no. is worth the hype. It is. Oh yeah. It is double the hype. I think I think anybody who enjoyed Avatar, or even if you thought Avatar was just okay, you should watch Korra because it's it's leagues
0: ahead. I think we put it best in one of the last ones one of the last shows where we talked about it. This the original show was for kids and this is for the adults now. Yes, hundred like, percent. This show is for adults, one hundred percent. It is Probably, like, for the adults that watched that original show, and now it's like, yeah, well, now the show's grown up with you, too. Yeah. Like, it's still for you, that same kid that watched Nickelodeon and watched Aang go through his stuff. Come back and watch this one now. It's still for you. Yeah. You know? Um, So good. I mean, and the guy that made it, he has, like, his own... Like, he owns the universe that is avatar and he has like plans for just branching stuff that's going to keep coming out from the series so there was a kickstarter recently for a tabletop
1: of uh, like a tabletop oh, yeah. game of avatar and I I haven't invested in it I might go back and check it out and see if it's still happening because
0: you know what I'm still on kickstarter from our conversation earlier so uh, ah. give me one second so the goal was 50,000 $50,000. Okay. Do you know how much money it made? I'm sure they surpassed that. I don't even think you can guess. Like I literally don't <laughs> think you can guess. <laughs> so they they requested 50,000, 50,000. I would say they probably
1: got like I'm going to I'm going to say like 800,000 because there's a lot of interest in this.
0: You are literally so far behind. What? They asked. They said, "Hey everybody, please give us 50,000." Half of a hundred thousand dollars, right, okay, they pulled in nine point five million dollars <laughs> what the fuck what what nine million five hundred thirty five thousand three hundred and seventeen dollars from oh a, my total, God. a total of eighty one thousand backers what the fuck um yeah, there was support behind it, Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it big, big things. Here. Every stretch goal unlocked, so you get every little thing they had as a bonus, too. Hell yeah. See, this is the Kickstarter shit that I like to see, where it's like... Yes. It just went full tilt, off the rails, successful, you know?
1: Yeah, see, it's only 75 bucks for for the late pledge core book and all stretch goals so you get like the book that tells you how to play and like all of the dice and the players mat. this fucking
0: book it's It's got very on the front and core on the back in the avatar state yes and they're holographic okay we're putting this picture up in the thing for you guys because this is gorgeous it really really is Oh man, this picture is big. All right, we're we're going to have to snip it and cut just the piece out that we want, but like that's a fucking cool book. I I might have to give to this. <laughs> Cuz that's fucking cool. And look, you yeah. get dice, you get dice. I
1: know the dice. I want to touch the <gasps> dice.
0: That means you also get deluxe dice, and those deluxe dice are so cool. They look
1: really really cool. So it's Cloth it's mad. what $200 if you want the du- deluxe dice
0: i thought you got all the goals
1: so for okay there's they've named all the tiers after different animals which i love so the winged lemur is just like the book and the pdfs if you get the otter penguin you get Uh, the core book and all the stretch goals so it's like the normal dice and a, a dice bag if you get the polar bear dog you get the special cover that you like if you go with the Flying Bison, which, oh my god, this is the one that has a special cover. And it has these really cool dice. And then a nice, like, leather dice bag. Yeah,
0: I was just looking at the dice bag.
1: Yeah, it's pretty nice.
0: Yeah, I don't think I want to give 100 bucks though.
1: I know. Like, if I back this, I'm going to do the, the Otter Penguin. Just do, like, a $75.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's still cool.
1: Yeah, it's very yeah, cool. Yeah, but I want the book. I want that the book holographic is nice, book. though. <laughs>
0: you know what for like 10 million bucks you can give me the book like you can produce another book if i do 100 that's fine yes yeah, okay i gotta get off kickstarter too Done i know yeah okay let's put this
1: away but anyway
0: cora super dope i'm so glad you're digging it
1: yeah it's got the emtope guarantee i think that you all should watch it because it's yeah lighting up my life oh i just noticed that on this book she's got the the rava spirit on her chest yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> God, close it. <laughs> Done. <laughs> can't.
0: Do you know the Dew? The Mountain Dew? No. <laughs> I am familiar with the Mountain Dew. No, this guy's name is the Dew. He plays a uh, guitar on, uh, what do you call it? What are the, kind of like chat roulette. Okay,
1: Omegle. Yes. Yeah. So he
0: gets on Omegle and like people are like dying to like come across his page because they say play the song and he he can play anything. Okay. It's crazy, right? He sounds like a fun time. Dude, I have watched his videos a lot. But see, I think he's part of a group of guys that play games on YouTube. What what and his so name is just like I,
1: the do like T H E space D-E-W?
0: Nope. Nope. It's all one word. It's the D O O O. So three, the three O's. Doo. The do, And, like, you've never seen his face. Like, it's always neck down. It's just like neck him and his Neck down? That's right? disturbing. Well, it's just like a guy playing... Well, I mean, you gotta see him play the guitar. I guess. Yeah, he's... You, you like, never see his face. Is this the game grumps? <laughs> Is the do in the game grumps? But I don't think so. so I think he's in something <laughs> different. Is this the
1: game grump? That's the energy that we're bringing to the... <laughs> Well, because people talk about them, but I don't know who they are. I feel so out of touch with internet gaming culture. Like, as much as I identify as a gamer girl, gaming culture alienates me. My gaming culture is me by myself. All right. Um, if you enjoyed that bit of the preamble, you can get the full bonus episode by going over to patreon.com slash and signing up to be a patron. Patrons help us make the show. Do you want to help us make the show? go on over to the website. We love you very much. And if you want to be the ultimate supporter, you can get yourself some Yim Tope gear over at the Yim Tope Apparel store. Uh, that link is in our show notes if you want to shop there. And again, thank you guys so much for coming around, sticking around, being around. We love you. Now back to your regularly scheduled Yim
0: Tope. All right. This this carries over from our Friday roundup last week, actually two weeks ago. Yeah, um, so you
1: you had brought this topic to me to to kind of research and give a brief summation of but i don't think like we we could have spent the entire friday right up talking about this
0: yeah i mean i just i just wanted to say hey look at this cool uh artwork for horizon because i thought it was really neat looking yeah so i really just wanted to show that off and be like yeah horizon's a thing don't forget about it (laughs) but uh you got i think you got a little offended by what was uh going on surrounding the game
1: yeah so just as like a brief sum up of what happened basically sony said that they were going to allow everyone who pre-orders what was it horizon forbidden west on the ps5 or whoever whoever pre-ordered it on the ps4 can get it for free on the ps5 because you want to be able to cross play with the game and um they, When they later released it, they said that we're, we're kind of... They they went back on their deal, essentially. They were just like, no. Literally backtracked. Yeah. So if you want the game for both PS4 and PS5, you have to get the digital deluxe version or the collector's edition or the regalia edition, which are all much more expensive than just buying the game flat out right on the PS4. So fans were like, hey... What the fuck? Because you kind of promised, you literally promised, like, word for word, Horizon Forbidden West is going to be free on the PS5 for those who bought it on the PS4. So, what happened?
0: (laughs) So, I mean, yes, I would definitely consider myself in the Sony camp over Xbox, but I'll tell you what's fucking going on. Tell me what's going on. Are you ready? Explain. PlayStation, I mean, this is like years in the making to this like based on things they have said to what is happening now right yeah but essentially when the playstation 5 was coming out we believe in generations that was like the quote that was the big thing we will not make cross-platform games like when we make the new god of war only on ps5 when we make the new gran turismo only on ps5 because we believe in a hard stop of generations right okay anyone know what happened what happened? Scalpers happened. Ugh. And you know what? No one has a fucking PlayStation 5. Yeah. So, yeah. It was a good idea, in theory, when it started. But I think what they're seeing is, they were like, well, <laughs> we anticipated more people to be buying games and playing these games. Like, when we released God of War, people buy it on the PS5 because they were PlayStation 5s out there. But now, if we were to do that, this is my thinking as to why they're doing it, and I'm not saying that it's the right answer. This is simple this theory. This is simple business, right? <laughs> okay. If they put out God of War on the PlayStation Five, who's gonna buy it? The twenty people that have a PlayStation Five? Right. And they make no money. You know how many people own Playstation fours? A it's lot like fifteen, twenty million people. Yeah. So let's say half your population buys a $60 game. You've already raked in like almost a billion dollars. Fuck. So by cutting yourself to your believing in generations, you're yeah. going to lose that on a like guaranteed money. Lots of people have PS4s. Lots of people don't have to go out and buy a system to play the new God of War. They have that PS4. It would make sense to do cross-generations. Sure. But they said, no, we don't believe in that. We're not doing that because that's stupid. And anyone that wants us to do that is stupid. And every game they said they weren't going to do that with, they're releasing on PS4 as well. Uh, So again, backtrack, right? Yeah. So they've already said that. And then this whole, like, upgrade tree thing. Everybody knows that Xbox has smart delivery. That's the system they're touting it in. And basically what it means is you simply go buy um here you go buy cyberpunk 2077 right okay you have the disc you put it in your xbox one and it goes oh this is an xbox one so i'm gonna play the xbox one version of this now i take that same disc and i've got a series x for christmas right i throw okay. that same disc in the series x and it goes oh oh i'm in a series x i'm gonna load the better version of this game it's smart and does it without you having to think about it. Oh, nice. That's what Xbox is doing. I was okay? not aware of that. That's that's super cool, actually. Yeah, it's called Smart Delivery. So basically, whatever system you're playing on, it will know what version of the game you should be playing. PlayStation's not doing that. Okay. Their version of it is so convoluted. I take a disc. So actually, Mortal Kombat 11, that's been out for however long. You got a free upgrade to the PS5 version for that. So I installed it on my PlayStation 5. Guess what? It was the PS4 copy. Okay. You you have to go into the game, like, in the store, and then go to, like, you got to, like, go to, like, the game's page, choose all the different options for it, and pick the PS5 version to then install. It doesn't just, like, make it happen. Okay, that's a lot of extra steps for the consumer exactly that's the thing xbox is making it as as you would say in business world like you're dumbing it down you're making it so that us as the consumer don't even have to think about it yeah it's painless sony's making it very technical like a like a technical person it's not that big a deal to them they understand what to do but to your They're... average joe they just want to play their game and they want to play it the best way they can they don't want to have to worry about that yeah yeah that's what Xbox is doing for them and it's great and I applaud that highly. You can't even tell which version you're you're uh, you're uh, playing. They had to update the system to be able to go, "Oh, by the way, that's the PS4 one." That's so stupid. Like just a tiny little thing that says this is the PS4 copy, PS5, you know, and that's on there now, wasn't before. Yeah. Um and let's not forget I am pro Sony cuz I'm looking at a God of War wallpaper on my computer, right? Of course, but they're not doing. You can't defend stupid shit that people do. No. The company's still the company that I'm buying games from because they're good games. But they could be running it better.
1: Yeah, I that's mean that's what I'm
0: saying. You know,
1: they they bungled the whole release of their entire console. Like their whole generational shift was fucked up, and now they're just messing up all the games right behind it. Yeah. So I'm not surprised. I'm just sad.
0: <laughs> I'm disappointed, Sony. Well, so here's the thing. It bounces back and forth every time. Here's the deal PS2 came out, and then the Xbox came out. PlayStation 2 kicked Xbox's ass. It was not even close, right? Yeah. Sony was on top, and they were very cocky, and they came out with the PlayStation 3 at a crazy big price, but they were on top. Of course, you'd be willing to pay it. Nobody wanted to pay it. The PlayStation 3 was a $600 system when it first came out. Fuck that. That's what a cocky company does, right? Yeah. So, then in an effort to beat them at that, we got the Xbox 360, which when that and the PS3 came out, Xbox, head of the game 100% of the way. Xbox Gold came out. They invented online multiplayer as it exists today, basically, you know? Yeah. Like, party systems, all that stuff. Like, Xbox 360 made that happen. Xbox was on top. At a cost though, they had Red Rings of Death. Right? I forgot about that. Yeah, they they released their system a year early to beat Sony to the to the to the gate. Yeah. But their motherboards inside were fucked up. Ugh. But that's not why they're bad. I'm I'm saying everybody gets cocky when they were leading the race. So, Xbox was leading the race. Xbox three sixty was kicking PlayStation 3's ass. Yeah. Xbox One comes out. And they botched everything. And it almost destroyed their company because they were on top. You wouldn't care because we're the big dogs, right? Right. So they came out with the Xbox One and they were like, oh yeah, you got to check in online for every game you play no matter what all the time. Ugh. Like, it was a whole thing. Like, people hated what they were doing. Yeah, I remember. Yep. And Sony came in with the PS4 and annihilated everything. Right. Same way 360 did to the PlayStation 3. And now here we are with the PlayStation 5. And who was on top from last generation? PlayStation. <laughs> and who's acting stupid? PlayStation. Yep. They had good things to say it at the start. But now Sony, Sony, Xbox is being very pro-consumer with Game Pass, with smart delivery, with how to even upgrade the memory in your fucking new console. Yeah. It's expensive, but so is the way you do it for Sony. And I don't have to really install it. I just got to stick it in like a memory card. Done. Xbox is being very pro-consumer right now, and that's what we need. That's what we need, especially in COVID times. Yes. And Sony is nickel and diming every little thing they can. And it all started with Ghost of Tsushima. They released that upgrade for the PS5, right? Yeah. You got to pay... upgrade your ps4 copy to that and that was not one of the games that was ever a cross generation thing so it was like let's try this and see if people pay it and guess what we did i i have not paid for it because i found out that what i thought i had to pay i gotta pay even more to get it really so here's the thing i thought i own the game and i bought it digital right yeah i thought i could just pay this additional 20 bucks and get the upgraded copy Okay, that's wrong. What do you have to pay? I have to pay to upgrade my PS4 copy to the director's cut of the PS4 copy and then pay to upgrade it to the PS5 director's cut copy. So I'm essentially paying for two upgrades to get it to the final product. That is so stupid. And I won't do it. Like I won't no. do it.
1: Yeah, no. No, just
0: I hate that with a passion.
1: That's... That frustrates me a lot. Just knowing that a company would do that in these in these trying times, in these times,
0: exactly. I won't do it, and and like I want it really bad, yeah. But I, it feels wrong, so I can't do it. You know, that's. I don't even have words for how that's disgusting. That makes no. Just go ahead and say it's fucking like like that's really bad. Dang, yeah, disgusting. I don't like that. Yeah, it's bad. And then, a month or two later. You're telling everybody that this brand new game that's going to come out. Oh, if if you have a PS4 now because you can't buy a PS5 because wah, right? Yeah. Go ahead and buy it for the PS4. Buy it again when you finally get a PS5. Yeah, peasants, <laughs> you know?
1: Oh my god. That's a that fucking sucks. slap in the
0: face. Yeah. That really upset me as a Sony consumer. Yeah, I hate that. I mean, I I still like my PS5. Don't get me wrong. But the fact that to get... Well, see, he... here's the thing. This only matters if you don't have a PS5 right now. Because if you have a PS5, you just go buy the PS5 copy and you're done. You don't need to worry about this upgrade path. Sure. This is hurting the 20 million people that have that PS4 now that can't get the new one because of these scalpers. So they're hoping they can just at least buy this game for now. Yeah. And go ahead and play it on their PS4, but they can get that great experience when they finally get to PS5. And you're basically telling them, no, you're going to buy that again. That's that's so underhanded almost, you know? Like, I understand you're on top. But just because you're on top doesn't mean we will just bow down to everything you want. Yeah. It's a very gross thought process. Yes. That every company on top eventually gets to. But, like, come on.
1: it's it's like releasing a game that only runs on a 3080 you know like yeah at least let us run it on
0: a 20 series or a 10 series like how are you gonna alienate these people or say if you want to play it the best way later double dip every time. yeah
1: that's just the worst it's a bad business model
0: so basically this all started because games are now 70 bucks Right, which is which we've talked me. about this before. It's yeah. a bad price point. Like it makes my skin crawl when I think about it.
1: It's much closer to a hundred dollars than it Did was I
0: ever want to be. Yeah. But basically Sony's like, No, games will be seventy bucks. So that's why now they're going, Okay, fine, look, look, look. Buy your PS four game. But when you come over to PS five, just pay ten more bucks and then you get that copy. Yeah. And I mean, that doesn't sound so bad. But it is. But also, that, why? I just, I understand you don't want to lose out on the fact that that PS5 game would have gotten you 70 bucks had they just bought it there outright. Yeah. Because technically, if that's the case, then why wouldn't I buy every single one of my PS5 games on the PlayStation 4 and then just upgrade it for free and save 10 bucks every time? Yeah. Like, I understand that you can use the system that way. Sure. So that's why you're doing that. But there has (laughs) to be an easier way. Yeah. Because, like, for me, I remember when I got my PlayStation 4, they were like, okay, if you have Assassin's Creed Black Flag, you can play the PS4 copy now. But you'll always have to keep that PlayStation 3 disc. And that's what unlocks that PS4 copy. So it's not like I could just... Get the better game and get rid of my old copy. Yeah, that
1: like uh, it kind of locked me in, you know? right?
0: No, you and, can't take that to GameStop and trade it in for a couple of bucks. Yeah, and that's fine. I didn't pay more money. I guess I I still had the game I already had, and that's essentially what smart delivery is. You still got to have that that same copy of the game that you have. Yeah, you're just bringing it over to the new system. So why not let me buy the sixty dollar game and then I don't know. Maybe I just have to plug that in every time. Yeah. I don't know. It's. The future of gaming is
1: weird and it's on shifting ground and it just. Things are so.
0: <laughs> tumultuous right now. Well, basically, we. I mean, I agree with. So, my Review Tech USA guy. I mean, he did say something. He was like, I mean, this won't be a problem forever because at some point. We won't be making games for PS4 or Xbox One. There will only be these games. So this is a problem of now. Yeah. And I understand that. But gaming is bigger than it's ever been before. No one's ever owned 20 million PlayStations before. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of gamers. There's a lot of people. And we've also never faced a scalping situation like this before. Yeah. These are unprecedented
1: times. They literally could have... Avoided this entire skerfuffle by just eliminating the bot buying problem. Like, just create a system wherein people who are human beings can go in and buy a singular PlayStation console with a click, you know? Yep. Don't fucking like if you have to have an in person only release and you don't do it online anymore and you have a one console limit per person that walks in, fine. Do it that way. I would much rather walk into a store and physically buy one console then have to sit online and refresh and have two phones in my hand and a laptop on my desk and next to my desktop where I'm trying to get one console. It's an untenable system and it sucks. And I think that they really, that's where they need to focus their efforts on if and when
0: they release a next console. (laughs) Had that problem been solved. They would be making money on the games coming out for the PS5, and we might actually have hit the generational switch. Yeah. I think they're only backtracking, because they're like, well, no one will buy a PS5 copy. There's no PS5s out there. I wonder why that is, Sony. I think that's why it happened, and I understand the logic. I understand the circumstances that led it here. But you can't punish the consumers for the actions of these groups that are stealing all the consoles. Yeah. I mean, we didn't do... We were trying to give you money. And we We weren't allowed to. We weren't allowed to give you money. And now you're just like, well, then we're just going to steal your money then. Basically. And it really hurts my feelings. And it makes me really upset to think that, you know, a company that you like, a company that you enjoy, while it doesn't affect me personally, because I already have the system, I can just buy my $70 game, call it a day. Yeah, but I know tons of people that don't, and I want them to be able to have fun and not feel like they're being abused. And it's, it's, it's a disgusting thing to see. I I just don't like it. But speaking of their games, <laughs> 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 I did want to tell you about uh, one real quick. Okay. Uh, tell me about this thing. Cause I'm looking thing. at this picture and the article that you sent and I, I have thoughts about it. Well, so I'm going to get you there in a second. Okay. Okay Um, because I've had people ask me this. I just thought I'd go ahead and hit it here. Hit it with you real quick, too. Need you to hit up the Discord. Okay. So, first, let's hit this bad boy. Let me go in there, too. I want to see him over here. Yeah, thick Kratos. Okay. Muscles. So, they've been releasing these uh, little images. So, Santa Monica Studio has been talking about the new God of War, and they released these, like, really cool like hey here's like here's the character model here's what they're gonna look like and here's the person playing them i think it's a cool homage to the people right
1: yeah this is very cool like it's just Just a really good detailed shot of the character design
0: yeah so here's kratos played by christopher judge the guy from the last one right okay i've had lots of people asking uh atreus has grown up a little bit this is the same kid from from part 1. So this is that same kid having grown up now too. So cute though. I love his little character model. Yeah. Um ag- again, it's got a war. I can go like thesis level deep on the shit that's in these photos, but I'm not doing that. Okay. I just wanted to let you know that the kid from that first game is him in this game. So like he's grown up with this character and I think I love that shit, you know? Yeah, that's that's lovely. I'm sending you a bunch of these cuz they're just so cool. I'm taking him. I love this. Uh, This is Freya. She's so cool. Okay. Danielle Busetti thinks her name. Studi? Yeah. She's fucking good, dude. She's so good in this. And she loves being this character. Like, she has so much fun with it. Cracks me up. And then I think we were watching the trailer during the press conference. And you were like, is that a fucking head? (laughs) Uh, This is Mimir. He's a head. I fucking love him. He's the coolest dude on the planet. I love his horns. I'll just send you these back-to-back, because back, these are the Dwarf Brothers. Okay. Uh, this is Brock, Brock and Sindri. Sindri. Uh, Brock is my fucking man. I love him. He was the coolest dude in the first game. And actually, I've been half considering... Oh, so it gets a little spoiler. I'm thinking about keeping one of those cats. Oh, yes! thinking about You're keeping gonna one of those call him Brock cats. or
1: Sindri?
0: Well, no, I'm keeping one cat. And I want to name him Sindri, I think.
1: I love that.
0: So I'm thinking about it. We'll see. I think you should, because everyone's like, "Fuck a God of War again," <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, kinda." <laughs> Sindri's a good name because he's a black cat, so it's kind of like cinders and like yeah. embers and stuff. So I like it. I was digging it. Uh, there's this. I thought you would dig this new character, da. little uh, uh, character of color. You know, hell yeah. Uh, this will actually be Atreus's wife at some point later. Oh,
1: cool. so, so they're about the same age. He looks pretty young.
0: Yeah. So we'll see what you know happens with all that stuff. Yeah. But then, so there were more. But I just wanted to go with one more for you. So I mean, you're digging them, all right? You're digging it. It's, it's oh, great. Yeah, I'm you into love this. Them. Okay. This one's causing a fuss. I. Okay. First impressions. So give me your. I think first impression.
1: <laughs> I think this. Like it or not, is peak male physique. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I I we love are, this.
0: We are looking at Thor right now.
1: Yes, the design for Thor for God of War Ragnarok, it makes my heart sore. Look at this man; you just want to slap on that belly, just like boom. Okay. I he's got that big hammer. He's got that Mjolnir. He's got great armor. He has he has red hair, which you don't see a whole lot of red hair in Thor's. And I think yeah, in the actual mythology, I'm pretty sure he has red hair, right?
0: Uh, I really don't know because I was gonna read up on the mythology. Okay, but
1: I, I was sh- I remember I was trying when... to get into
0: the game from Kratos's point of view. Like I don't understand this world. <laughs> okay, so so
1: so basically the character of Thor. I remember there being like a, a kind of not an uproar, but kind of a, I don't know, a quiet boiling of the fandom. Whenever they, cr- they cast Chris, uh, Hemsworth, Chris Pine, uh-huh. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Hemsworth. Okay. Whenever they cast him as Thor and they had like the traditional good looks and the flowing blonde mane. Uh, I mean, I don't, I think, I think that Thor has
0: red hair like canonically, <laughs> So this image that you're staring at right now. Uh-huh. This is the accurate textbook. This is what Thor looks like. Fuck yeah. Like this is what everyone should want to look like. I want to look like this. Yeah. This is what he looks like in the Norse texts, okay? Beautiful. And guess what? What? We're going full-blown Horizon fat face on this guy right now.
1: I don't like him because
0: he's fat. Oh, he's... Why, why are you making fun of us men? God. So, of course, it's not women being uh, upset at this. It's it's still guys, because we're just upset by anything that's fat, right? You need to go to therapy. <laughs> All of them. Something's up with it. Well, you know, you, did you ever see Moana? No. Okay, but you know what Maui looks like in it, right? Yeah. The, you know the rocks character yes he got in not not the rock but that character got in so much trouble because moana looks like a nice delicate lovely woman and he's very stylized and like kind of big and oafish right okay (laughs) so they were like you're making fun of the culture and of men like that's our god and you made him look stupid oh really yeah, it caused, like, a big stink. So now people are like, oh, that's not Thor. You made him look stupid, and he's fucking fat and ugly. Uh,
1: and people so are so
0: in an uproar.
1: Look at that face. Are you kidding me? People are
0: calling him ugly? Oh, people are pissed at this guy. They're God are pissed. And so, you know, you brought up Chris, H- Chris Hemsworth in, yeah. in a Endgame. He had been, like, out of the game of sorts for a while yeah and becomes fat in that movie i remember there
1: being a whole thing about that like oh fat thor he's so fucking disgusting thor would never
0: oh but then people saw him in the movie and they loved him right right oh people love fat thor now he's like a comedic relief though right it's like oh he's fat that's his point yes yes i i I have a lot of opinions on that trope too but this is not the time or place for those but so a lot of people like oh you're just trying to cash in on marvel's fat thor Okay, okay. (laughs) And here's what I think those people's mindset is. I think they're the same people that would go to Facebook and say, Happy birthday, America. You turned 2021 years old, January 1st. (laughs) You know? Okay. (laughs) Like, I think it's that same mindset of people. Like, you can't look to the past in any way, shape, or form and realize there's stuff beyond what you've seen today. Chris Hemsworth is not the origin of Thor, Right. This is six, seven hundred year old text worth of history put put into this character model, but he doesn't look like Chris Hemsworth. So how fucking dare you? How dare you take the good image of strong cut
1: blonde Thor and bastardize it into this ginger haired fatty? How dare you?
0: Which is another thing that I read. Have you ever seen a strongman, like, you ever seen, like, the yes. strongman co- competitions? They look fat. Yes. They're fucking thick, dude. Like, I, there's, like, a meme on the internet, like, this is the peak
1: male form, and you don't like it, but I... Um, it is. <laughs> it, it is, though. Like, you have, like, muscles whenever... There's a whole thing. Like, whenever Marvel gets these guys into the roles for acting and stuff, like, like, Wolverine... Fucking Hugh Jackman has to go without water for like three days to get that cut look. And they, they yeah. like pass out on set sometimes because that's, it's not a healthy way for the body to be. Yeah. And having a character like this, a big strong man with like a, like a, a you know, a barrel chest and a belly on him, he yeah. looks like he could lift mountains. And yeah, dude. It, he looks strong as fuck. He does. And I think that this is like the strong male form. That should be more advertised because the bodybuilder look, it's not healthy. Yeah. Like if you're gonna advertise for strongmen, if you want to have like a like strong role models,
0: this is a role model to have out there. Yeah. This is a strong man. This is not a bodybuilder. Yeah. This is what a strong man looks like. Yes. And if you want to equate it, Kingpin from Spider Man. He's a literally yeah. a giant fat dude. Like he's huge, right? <laughs> okay. He is one of the strongest characters in Marvel because all of that is muscle. And people mistake it for fat. Okay. Like, he's huge. Take a look at this dude. This is a pretty good depiction. I mean, he's he's not as big as, like, some of the, like, comic book stuff. But, like, people would say he's kind of fat because he fills out that suit, right? But he's, like, all muscle. He's got a thick neck. Yeah, he's, like, one of the strongest people that there is, but he's... Super big, yeah. Like strong people are just big because there's a lot of are. muscle in there. There's a lot going on underneath that skin. Like you don't understand, and people are so mad. And it's like, why is nothing ever good enough? Right. Why is <laughs> like, like the way that you reacted to all these people is the way everybody's been. Yeah. Oh yeah. Look. Yeah. Perfect. Beautiful. Love this art. Everything is great. Fat. Fat. You know, and he's the only one that's been called out, and there's like ten of these character photos out there, but that's the only one that's drawing backlash. I love him, and it just threw it just threw me straight back into the whole fat face thing. God, because so notice there's annoying. a similar key phrase here. It's fat. Yep, <laughs> and it's just like come on. <sighs> so anyway, I'm glad you're digging this art. I I think God of War has always led some of the, like, character, like, artistic style look stuff. Yeah. And the guy that does all these people here at this studio, man, he's fucking good. I love yeah. all their armors. And they're yes. all so different.
1: And they're all so detailed. Like, the, <gasps> I, I can zoom in on this thing and just kind of stare at it forever, you know? Dude,
0: Sindri's is, like, my favorite. It's all so cool. It's so beautiful. So anyway, that's my other fat Sony. I'm pissed off about that thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, you
1: know who's a fat character that everybody loves? Speaking of fat fuckers. <laughs> Speaking of fat fuckers, <laughs> I've been playing the new WarioWare game. Oh shit! Is that out? It is out on Switch now, and it is really fun it is so much fun it's dude the wario games are good they're so good and it's just it's basically the same concept as smooth moves and they just have created all of their mm, okay so they have (laughs) the same mini games in some parts but they're like updated and different and they just have more oomph to them like there's more things you can do like i had described previously i think how there's You play through the levels in this game and you unlock different characters as you go and each of the different characters has different stuff that they do so in each level you have to choose like a stack of characters like between three to five that you want to use for the mini games and then the game shuffles them up for you so like you have (laughs) to like just kind of play on your toes and it really makes you think and it makes you have to adapt and it's it's really really fun and i cannot recommend it enough it's if you love WarioWare Smooth Moves, play the new WarioWare, please. Okay.
0: Um, isn't there, like, a demo of it on the Switch store so you can, like, kind of try it out for a while first? I know first? there
1: was a demo um, prior to the release. I don't know if it's still out there or not. It may still be hanging okay.
0: out. <laughs> You're still sending me pictures of Fat Man. I love this. I'm sorry. I, I was like, that one didn't do it good enough. But this one, it's, <laughs> yeah. he's a big boy. <laughs> He's a big boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I bet Wario is strong. He can Dude, lift some good stuff. Wario is so strong. Uh, he picks up his motorcycle and throws it at you in Smash. So Yeah.
1: All right. See? That's
0: peak physical form, you guys. Dude, you cannot fuck with Wario. Look at him. That's a... Uh... He's got what I would call dad muscles, you know? Yes. I love that. Yeah, he's got them dad muscles. Hang on. <laughs> There you go. Look at that boy. Look at him. <laughs> Built like real, a bomb. Like, look at those arms. Those arms could probably crush you.
1: <laughs> like, I think I... Wario wins hands down in a contest between any of the the Mario
0: brothers. Oh yeah. He could crush you with that nose by itself. Waluigi's got the the length, but Wario he got the strength. Yeah. What? <laughs> Waluigi got the length, Wario got the strength. Oh, wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. This is this is just for you. You listeners may get this. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> see? See? That's what's under all the fat that you just don't understand.
1: <laughs> I hate this.
0: Like I love sh- it. Shredded Wario. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love it. It's so funny oh wait no wait that's a bad one that's (laughs) that's the better one emoji right there yes jesus (laughs) the last one i played there was one on the wii u that like i got to play a demo of and i thought it was really cool but i never bought it because you kind of needed to play it with people yeah and i never got really the people to play it with so i never played it and i've I've kind of missed out on a lot of the Wario stuff for a long time. Man, when you come over next, we should play some WarioWare
1: because it's like, really fun. I know the game is so good. Yeah, it's it's fun when you have a crowd of people, too, because you get to, like, pass around the Remote and it's just, like, so intense and you have See, to, like, go fast.
0: and That's what I want. So that's why I didn't buy it, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, we need to make, like, a game night of this, I think. Yes, for, for sure. For sure. Okay, well, you want to... You want to pack on some pounds, get that strength? Let's get ready to win this strongman contest. All right, guys, please tell your friends about us. Help us grow this audience. Go out and find you somebody who's looking for a PS5 and say, hey, you want to know some people that know some of the shit about the PS5? Go listen to them. They're over there at that Yim Tope. And then have them subscribe to us on all their favorite platforms so they never miss an episode. And they can listen to us rant every single Monday because we release Monday Every time, the Yimtope Guarantee, we hold very strongly to our Yimtope Guarantees, and we hope that you appreciate those. And if you do, and you want to give us a little gold star for that, go on out to Apple Podcasts, give us five of those bad boys. That would really help us out so much to be on everybody's Monday.
1: And while you're out there on the internet, you can find us and friend us on each and every social media. We are at YMBTOAP. It stands for You Must Be Thinking of Another Podcast. You can find us there on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Thank you guys so much for joining us last weekend on Twitch. It was a good time as always. And thank you specifically to our patrons for supporting us. You guys really keep the lights on. You are the lifeblood of this podcast. You keep us moving forward. And if you want to give us a topic suggestion and you can't drop it in the discord because you're not a patron, you could email us at yemtope at gmail.com. We want that listener email. Go ahead and send us your thoughts on Sony. Do you like fat Thor? Do you like fat character design in general? Do you think fat character is the peak character?
0: And as always, our theme song is The Grim Reaper Blows the Horn by Farage. Please check him out on YouTube. Go give him all kinds of love for all the brilliant work that he does and he shares that there for you guys to enjoy. And as always, thanks for listening and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. When am I going to get a Wario Land game? It's been a while since I've had one of those.
1: One more important sound we wanted you to hear.
0: They were like, hey, will the PS5 do backwards compatibility? And he went, <laughs> why? He was like, have you seen have you seen Gran Turismo 1 on the PlayStation? It's disgusting. Why would anybody want to go back to that when they could have Gran Turismo 7? Okay. And it's like, you don't understand what people want from games then. No. I'm willing to look at that ugly game if it brings me joy of a time long gone by. Sometimes you just want to look at a pair of polygon titties.